0: Welcome to Three Devs and a Maybe, the podcast series for beginner web developers and general web enthusiasts. Now introducing your show hosts, Michael Budd, Fraser Hart, Lewis Keynes, and Ed Mann.
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of Three Devs and a Maybe. My name's Ed Mann and today we're very lucky to be joined yet again by uh, Joe Watkins. How you doing, Joe?
0: I'm good. Hi, everyone.
1: It seems like ages since we last spoke. I think it was like last September or something. Oh, was it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Your your audio sounded a lot better now. Have you got a new mic?
0: Uh, yes, I do have a new mic.
1: Very nice. Do care to what, what's the specs on this mic? Is this a Yeti? Is this a...
0: Oh, I don't know. It was quite expensive. It's one of them big, like, big ones.
1: Oh, very well. It definitely sounds different. I like it. So, what, what makes you, bring it, uh, with the new mic? Are you, uh, venturing into like screencasting or your own podcasting? What, what's going on there?
0: Well, I do a fair amount, I do a fair amount of podcasting and screencasting now and, uh, just thought I'd, I'd treat myself to a decent, decent mic.
1: Well, I can't blame you there, no. And it, it just definitely sounds a lot nicer, so brilliant. So, how are things going though, man? What have you been up to since we last spoke?
0: Well, I've moved house. <laughs> And, That's uh,
1: always a stressful thing. <laughs> still on the yeah, Isle of Wight.
0: Yeah, I'm still on the Isle of Wight. Um, but yeah, moved house in November, and um, just been plodding along, really doing the same, doing the same stuff. Few new, few new bits have come up. New, new ideas for RFCs and extensions and things.
1: Brilliant. Uh, and in your day job, have you been up to much there?
0: No, I'm just. I'm. We're just still plodding along. Like um, we're still working on getting everything running on PHP seven, and we got a few apps running on it now.
1: How's that going? The transition.
0: Yeah, we got a few. Um, we, there's lots of like um, applications within the company, and um, each team's got many applications as well. And it's only our it's only our team that are trying to go for PHP seven at the moment, and and a few of our minor applications are already deployed on PHP seven, but not our main not our main big one so because
1: I like you work with a lot of legacy apps so I'm just wondering like how's that going then the transition to pitch we said Yeah, it's,
0: it, it's the it leg- quite a slow it's the legacy one that's it's the legacy one that's difficult like the, the little um there's like microservices and appies and things and they're like self-contained like com- um, packages yeah and um, like written using modern standards and so They weren't weren't really a problem, Um, but it's, yeah, it's the legacy code that's taking time. It's causing
1: all the pain. Uh, How how are you kind of going around doing it then? uh, Have you even started looking at the legacy code, kind of moving it
0: across? Oh, yeah. I mean, we we can get through about 80% of our test suite at the moment, and then um, PHP crashes. Um, So... We just slowly make it. I mean, at the start, it was literally about twenty percent. So we're. Oh, That's
1: so a really good, yeah, really good percentage boost there, though. So you've yeah. definitely been working. I mean, what what are the kind of things then that are causing the issues?
0: It's basically, it's basically, um, because the legacy code base uses UOps to hack the right environment, and um UOps is just not stable yet, and uh, um, so we've looked for like other alternatives and tried to refactor code in that but it's just a slow process and so it's
1: just uops in the test environment as opposed to development? Yeah. Uh, yeah yeah so how, how is uops going then so you said that it's not actually production ready kind of it's still in the works yeah, like well, what was going still, on there then
0: it's still not um it's just, uh, there's there's minor problems with um when when you override internal functions with user functions and things like that and it's all just a bit fiddly and um i'm just i'm not i'm not really sure i, I keep asking nikito if, if it's sound and and it's going to work and he's like yeah it's sound do this and do that but no one's actually tested doing them things yet and I, i'm pretty sure they're a bug somewhere it's just that i'm i'm not certain of where they are and trying time, to hunt
1: them down <laughs> yeah
0: every time i change something they seem to move and um, that tells me that I'm not, I'm not really done yet. It's not, it's not really it's a not bug. the,
1: actually, yeah, it's not the exact kind of place. And so, so what are these bugs? Are you, is this talking about where you were talking to Nikita about like working out if it's possible to do what you used to be able to do in PHP yeah. Five? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because obviously there's, there's changes to the engine where it does various things differently. And see, when, uh, they, the Zen don't really care about extensions. They, it's designed now to go as fast as possible. And, um if extensions are loaded and they they set certain hooks it will generate different opcodes obviously there's no code internally that results in that it results in that happening it's only extensions that do that do that so it's just a case of uh there might be there might be errors in the logic of how that works or or so, some... so you say that
1: Zend, then, so, cause well, obviously with Zend and it was the next gen branch and everything that came across and it was all these changes. Um, mm-hmm. was that, so they kind of have they, cause was it a lot easier than the PHP 5 days to include extensions, create extensions and stuff, or is it just because it's the unknown now pit oh, the seven just, PHP Oh, it's just, yeah, it's
0: just because it's the unknown, like, um, because
1: of how much it's changed.
0: Um, yeah, because, because of how much has changed and, um, in the, in the, in, yeah, basically, just how much has changed. Um, so it's it's just. A, I mean, I, I I like working on UOps, but I can't do it like twenty four hours a day. You know I mean, I've got to find other things, and I keep coming back to it. And then we make a little, we make a little leap forward, and then I, I I go back to it again, and we make another leap forward, and in between, I'm doing other things.
1: And and then so with UOps, then is 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 the kind of problem that UOps is is trying to solve, like. Some of the areas, is that affecting other extensions you're finding, like from other people, or is it really much a UOPS kind of problem that's trying to, the problem that UOPS is trying to solve is obviously harder now in PHP seven, and it's not hitting anyone else's...
0: Yeah, no, it's not other extensions, it's just, it's UOPS itself, it's actually what, it's actually the way it manipulates the engine that, um, that is actually causing the problem, um, or problems, so... Yeah, it's not. It's now else. All the other extensions for PHP seven are getting quite stable now.
1: And then um, like, because you've got P threads and things like that, are they all kind of going uh, well? Yeah,
0: and X debug and, and all, all all the other all the other people, the extensions people actually use are getting quite stable.
1: So, are you finding maybe you're going to have to like do, go a different route and doing this, or do you feel well? We so like you just have to take some time to kind of work out, find out where exactly these things need to be.
0: We have done. We have done that. Um, in some in some cases where we can, but there's just some cases where we can't. And um, as much effort as it is to work on, to make UOPS work, it's more effort to change the code. Yeah. So it just... Um... It's
1: that kind of balance, isn't it, of working out what you want to do. Like, as you say, I mean, because like the code... The, uh, so what the problems that you were kind of trying to solve with UOPS in your current code base at your work was... Like the whole idea of like exiting in scripts causing issues with p h p. unit and things like that wasn't it like th- those were kind of
0: the yeah issues. and and um code that um legacy code that you can't pick apart well enough to unit test, so you have to like
1: kind of inject mocks as opposed to the design of it, it kind of yeah, does it, yeah
0: you have to override because you can't um you can't test uh, the unit in isolation so you you have to test like a whole bundle, yeah at once. And the whole bundle's calling, like, internal functions and other user functions, and it's just a whole big mess.
1: And you have to set up this environment as opposed to the design kind of aiding, making that easier. But, I mean, I mean, that's an interesting thing you say there, though, with that, because is it only the legacy app that's like, having these issues and obviously the new stuff you don't need U-Ops for because of...
0: Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, that should be the aim. It's a it's thing that you should use as a tool while you're refactoring, but the aim should be to write code that you don't need... You don't need to hack the engine to test um, it. That should be the aim.
1: That's awesome. And, and so uh, following on from like UOPS, and things, is there any other projects you've kind of been interested in, started doing and stuff like that in the PHP 7 landscape?
0: Um, it's not my extension, but there's a data structures extension uh, written by a lad named Rudy.
1: Cause I noticed that there was a blog post that you, yeah, that you wrote and it was a really interesting one called Chasing, Dra- uh, Chasing the Dragon. I think Chasing the Dragon was the name or something like that, that you were discussing kind of, you know, how you can't code like as you used to and that it's nice to kind of help mentor people and really was one of these guys that wanted and is really eager. He's got an idea and you helped him out and you got real value and like some really positive like feedback from doing that.
0: Yeah. Um, I just, I, I decided to start putting more time into sort of, um, helping other people, because, yeah, like I said in the blog post, I'm, I'm not getting old. I mean, I'm only 30. It's just... Well, you've got other things. You've got
1: your kids to think of, like, you know, yeah. all these things and, you know, other well, bits in s- life.
0: I can't sit at the computer for 16 hours a day anymore. That's and I it. find I'm not getting um, I'm not getting the same kind of sense of achievement out of my job as I was five or ten years ago, because I could stay up all night and, and, and you know, days in a row... Um, and I can't do that anymore and I don't get the same kind of buzz from it. And so I started, started thinking about helping in, in, uh, other people, um, who have got an interest in kind of PHP internals and extensions and stuff and see. And, uh, yeah, a few people came forward and Rudy was the first one. Yeah. It worked out really well. I mean, I didn't actually do any of the programming for the thing. I, well, I did a little bit, but he did all of it, designed the whole thing. And, um, We just consulted on Skype and in chat rooms and via email and issues and.
1: That's awesome.
0: Things like that. Yeah, because
1: when I I noticed it came out, like it was all over hacking News and things, I was looking through it and I was, I thought this isn't a great project. And then obviously I I know that you kind of, I I saw your name and I was like, oh, it's interesting. Did you make it? And then, then you, uh, obviously this blog post came out that you wrote about, you know, kind of your help mentor. And I think it's a really good thing. It's a lot of value in helping other people, isn't it? Are you finding you're getting quite a good buzz out of that?
0: Yeah, because like in a day, I I can help four or five people do different things, and I can't do all them things myself. And so, you know, at the end of at the end of a week, when you've helped four or five people get much further than they would have done on their own, that that's a sense of achievement that you really good, yeah, really good
1: sense of achievement. Yeah. And then would you mind like kind of explain like what this data structures library is then for PHP 7 and like how it's kind of, I suppose because it's only for PHP 7, I'm assuming that there's no kind of way, of well, there's no need to really push it back to PHP 5 or is it even possible to push this back to PHP 5? Is it only using things and performance characteristics available in PHP 7?
0: Well, okay. Well, we'll start at the beginning. Yep. <laughs> um, um, Everything in PHP is an array and not just... Uh not just for you in 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 userland but everything internally everything. It's, all,
1: it's all an associative array isn't it like uh, uh, a hash map basically
0: yeah. but the, the 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 hash map in php7 can act a little bit like several different kinds of and, and actually all a hash map the hash map in zen can act like several different types of uh, a data structure but it is a key value hash map um, it's quite uh,
1: a beautiful thing in itself, isn't it? That this could be used in so many different ways, and it's kind of dealing with the kind of generic use. It is sense. quite
0: clever, but it's not efficient, and, um, in PHP 5 and before, we didn't care about that, um, and in PHP 7, that's like a proper focus. So, when it comes to the question of, well, could we do this for PHP 5, yeah, we could, but it wouldn't, it wouldn't have the same performance characteristics that it does in PHP 7, and, um, it will kind of be a leap backwards for the, the data structures project. So everything is actually not an array in computer science. There's all kinds of different data structures, and I'm not going to sit and explain them all because you can go and read. Uh, but they all have their own
1: good characteristics, you know, pros, cons to each one of them.
0: Yeah, and, and his blog post on it, with all his animations and that, is top-notch, excellent stuff. So read that. I couldn't do a better job of explaining it, but basically, uh, everything is not an array. And there are a lot of cases where you, 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 I mean, you have to compromise. You have to use an array. But if you, if you could, it would be much more efficient to use the suitable data structure for whatever you're doing. So like, a, a, if you think about a common use case, like a queue, where an array is not really designed for that, the way it allocates and releases memory is not designed for that. So. That's one time where you might, well, and that's quite a common thing. You might you might want to use a different for that. So that's what the data structures extension is. It's about um, introducing objects that are data structures, and they've got they've got they're all final appy, So you can't um, you can't like override them like the old SPL data structures and make a huge mess. See that
1: that's what I was going to mention because we we have had this before, haven't we? with SPL like kind of these data structures come in.
0: Yeah, but they're all wrong,
1: and and I think yeah, <laughs> and I was just they are like, actually wrong. And what was that with the history of that then? So what what kind of well, were you part? I'm assuming you probably weren't part of that. No, one.
0: No. no, I wasn't. Um,
1: because they came in and they were kind of trying to aid for that, and I don't know.
0: I can't I can't actually explain it. <laughs> I can't explain how that came about. They are wrong. They got really strange. Um, inheritance, the hi- hierarchy of the whole yeah. extension is just a mess. I, th-
1: I think that actually, yeah, in his blog post, he does mention that as well. And it's really, I, I say, I plus one on that. Definitely recommend out checking yeah. his blog post because even if you don't really care about data structures, you're more kind of, you know, you're not into the CS stuff. It's great to just delve in and have a look into this kind of understanding. And like for data structure nerds, it's it's amazing to kind of see this stuff and then look at the and implementations th- and stuff.
0: And yeah. even for like non-nerds, I mean, the difference between some sets and, and use an array for the same use case is, it, you can't overlook it. That's I mean. it.
1: Absolutely. And, and, and I suppose the thing is, so within PHP then, so everything is an associative array in that, you know, like, I mean, it's, the typical use case is obviously we treat, have an array, an index-based array where we're just adding to an index-based array and actually an associative key value array, they're actually the same thing aren't they, really? Basically, and, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, like, it's just zero-indexed, essentially, you know, under the hood, it's doing it for you, you know, it's just doing a zero-indexed, you know, hash map, essentially. Um, with PHP 7, then, has that changed um, in that regard, then? Or well, um, is it only extensions that can take advantage of things like that?
0: Um, it, ba- it Well, basically, yeah, it is, because all the co- well, um, all the kinds of arrays you create in userland are the same. Now, um, opcache or Zen might be able to detect that an array that you've written can be a packed array, which is more like a normal, is normal, like a normal indexed array.
1: Is it fixed length and things like that? Uh, or...
0: No, it isn't, but it doesn't use, it doesn't use hashing. Okay. But you can do that internally and opcache can do that when it's saving code and stuff. Um, it could be optimization passes that make some, um, literal arrays like that. But basically, no, it's all the same again. It's all the same still. I mean, the array is much better than it was and for us internally it's much better than it was. I was going to
1: say that because I remember last time we spoke you know obviously the the improvements in PHP 7 are the fact that you know it's a lot cleaner like there's not as much deref in you know references and things like that that you're having Mm to go through there to you know go through those hoops to kind of get around in the data structures and the way it's actually memory managed.
0: Yeah it is much better but it's still not um it's still not a um, a perfect example of all the things it's trying to emulate, and it is trying to emulate many different things. So, um, yeah, that's why the data structures thing seemed like a good idea for, for for targeting PHP seven because we do care about performance now, and 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 that's going to sort of seep out into the community where people care how fast they're. That's they're it, performance,
1: because of all the CD's, you know. I mean, there's been a lot of benchmarks and a lot of buzz about how performant PHP seven is, and as you say, like these pe- people are going to start thinking more about that you know, because of these buzzes and seeing, okay, well, how can we itch out more? Um, And then obviously with them PHP, these data structures, um, you know, you're not going to port them back to PHP 5 and, you know, it's really in PHP 7 you care. And what kind of things from PHP 7 have you used that isn't available in PHP 5 or if any, actually?
0: Well, no, I mean, it's just the the way memory is used in PHP 7 just lends itself better to writing a performant data structure than the way memory was used in PHP 5. So it's just the fact of how actually they work, like at the at the core of them, and there will be um, there's there's going to be a polyfill because there's talk of merging the, the data structures extension into PHP source at some time. That the, is awesome. The, that is just time. what I
1: was going to ask that later, thinking there's no chance it's going to happen, but that would be amazing.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, Rudy's quite keen for it to happen, so it probably will happen. Um, but obviously, by the time it happens, it might we might be on version 7.2 or 7.3. Um So there needs to be like a polyfill and and a and a peckle extension as well. So the 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 polyfill I think is already done, so that you can just load the pure PHP version if you can't install the extension.
1: Oh that's brilliant. And obviously, I mean, in that regard, like the performance advantages aren't as significant as this. No, they're they, they, still. That'd, that'd like, be yeah, <laughs> I mean, but but they probably would be still better than using just an array for everything.
0: Well, they might not be, but they will be. They will be better than. They might be, but they will be better than. Um, the, the idea will be that if you have to use the polyfill at some point, it's because you're going to deploy to somewhere with the extension, yeah. and 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 that would be the, that would be the main aim. They might not be terrible, but the, the main thing about the, the reason the PHP exists is not to be fast. It's just to provide compatibility.
1: That's it. Absolutely. And and then, so it's so actually looking into like the data structures and stuff, like making a concrete API and kind of those characteristics. As you say, like the S, you know, the SPL one kind of hasn't done it right. And they've kind of done some weird inheritance things there. And, you know, as I say definitely read his blog post on that. Um, like, did he go through with you, kind of like how you know, kind of working out the best APIs for each of the data structures, or did he come with you like the interfaces and things like that? How he wanted to design it,
0: not the details of the app, he'd he done all of that. He, um, he just asked me how how to implement the restrictions that he wanted to put on it, like final and no properties and things like that. Um, um, so no, he 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 designed all the app himself.
1: It's a really, really clean, nice design. Like, I mean, yeah. it, really, it really is. And, like, the interfaces he provides, like, collection secrets, hashable, you know, and it, it works very logically. And it'd be interesting to yeah. see, like, how he got, what influence he took from there.
0: Um, it's not, it's well, not the first um, version of it he had. There's been, like, multiple iterations of it, and that was the first one he thought, yeah, this is... This is um This is
1: the one he likes. This is what I was
0: aiming for. Because um, he wasn't... A, he's not a... I mean, he is now a C program. I mean, he, but he obviously knew C, but he wasn't, like, um he... Doesn't write it every day, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, like lots of people have done a bit of seeing college and things like that. Um, That's it. Yeah, they
1: dabbled, but they haven't actually yeah. done some real work in it. And he's
0: a bit like that. And he dab, dab, dabbled since then, and and um, decided he wanted to do PHP stuff, which was lucky for everyone else.
1: How hard do you reckon it will be, though, for it to be merged into the core? As in. But like playing kind of like with people, you know, this idea of, you know, now we'd have SPL and we'd have this, or would we remove SPL to have this? I don't know kind of how. No, I
0: mean, that's not an option. Um, that removing one thing for another is not an option. Um, I mean, look at what happened. MySQL was deprecated for years before it was removed. They are going to have to exist. They are going to exist in the same place at the same time. I mean, that- there's no getting around it. I don't think there's really much of an argument against having it in PHP. What? probably needs to happen is um, an RFC to have it merged, and then maybe a a version later another RFC to deprecate the relevant bits of SPL.
1: And then years later, eventually, hopefully, it'll be able to get removed.
0: Yeah. It's (laughs) nice to think that um, the only bits of SPL that people care about, really, are iterators, which shouldn't really be part of SPL anyway. They Mm -hmm. should be part of the Core. And data structures and the autoloader. And if he's going to do, he's got the data structures thing going and, um, I'm supposed to be doing an autoloader patch to move that to Zend so that it can, you can autoload functions and constants and streams and stuff. So then SPL can more or less die.
1: Actually saying that then. So so you're looking, so you, are you actually going to be making then the autoloader? Is that something you're working on currently?
0: Yeah, I've got a patch on the board. Well, it's, it, um, it wasn't my idea. Um, it's, um, Anthony's, rfc from a long time ago and he asked me a few months ago if i would well he didn't actually ask me i offered he said he was he was looking at um the rfc again and i, offered, I said do you want me to do it and i've only just got around to starting uh but yeah i have started um so that's probably
1: so so what's kind of the what's what the features then of that of that rfc
0: basically the, the main aim is at the moment auto loading is a bit awkward you can all only auto load classes which is weird because um, there's other things, uh, function. And, and it means that because you only auto-load classes, you can't have uh, people uh, fall into the trap of uh, um, having static functions inside classes because you can auto-load a class, but you can't auto-load the function.
1: Right. And obviously now, with, I think five six, didn't it bring the fact that you could actually have namespace functions and things like that. Yeah, um, but you yeah. still can't auto-load them.
0: Yeah. So it introduces auto-loading for functions... And replaces the classing, class water loader, and it also introduces it for constants and streams. So, yeah, it, it, and then, um, it takes it out of SPL as well, so it's not a, not a part of an extension anymore.
1: So, hopefully, getting rid of that then is in the pipeline. I, I didn't know if there's any discussion of that, or is it kind there's of. There's
0: no, no, there's no, there's no actual discussion of that, but I mean, in so, at some, in some future version eight, nine, I mean, that's probably what's probably what's going to be headed towards.
1: Because was there actually, was there much work happened to be done to move SPL to PHP 7? Or was it very much it's its own extension, essentially?
0: No, no, it, no, it's not really. It's tight. It's, um, it was done yeah. with, it was, d- most of the e- extensions in the core were, were done with and um, the next generation patch. So it was already done by the time we knew next generation. That's it,
1: because I was thinking this would that would have been the ideal time with the 7 branch being able to be like, oh, well, we've also got new data structures, but... Uh, unfortunately, that's not the case.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, it, we've got, we've got, we have to deploy a deprecated version of SPL and we have to deploy it for long enough that it, it affects everyone. So there's going to be a time when they, they, Either they both exist or one of them's in Peckle and SPL's deprecated, but I don't really think you can deprecate SPL without putting something in the core to replace it.
1: That's it, yeah, especially the bits that people need. And I mean, to put it in the core, will there, uh, your improvements, will there be any performance boosts there or will it just be a complete kind of port over of what they already have and in additions?
0: No, it's not really about performance. It's more about just completeness, really. No, it won't won't really be, it won't really be faster, but it, it will be more complete and that's, uh,
1: and I mean, like, uh, any other RSCs kind of at the moment, I mean, there is one in particular that I wouldn't mind speaking to you about. At the beginning of the year, Anthony proposed a certain COC. And I don't know if you, don't know, wonder if you don't mind us talking about that. Maybe I don't know whether that's going to yeah, be fine. trolling and hate and all this stuff. Um, yes. Yeah, so I, I suppose for the audience, like who haven't heard about this and I'm amazed that they haven't, like, do you mind like maybe explaining what Anthony's proposed like code of conduct was and like your views on
0: it? So um, anyone that's been to like a conference, I mean, anyone that's got a job (laughs) has basically signed an agreement or implicitly agreed that they agree that they will behave a certain way while they're in the workplace or whatever, uh, while they're at the conference. And they'll treat it as a professional environment and they'll treat everyone with respect. Now, almost everyone has signed one of these documents, from me down to my five-year-old children,
1: yeah, I, I really enjoyed your blog post on on the topic.
0: Yeah, well, other people didn't. Everyone signed one, but and it's true that it, everyone says, oh, well, I mean, we're all adults, can't we just behave ourselves? But, well, yes, we should be able to, but it's a matter of fact that people don't. And um, maybe, maybe a code of conduct won't, won't convince those people to behave themselves, but at least you'll have a thing to point at and say, look, these are the rules you're breaking, fix it. That's basically the idea. Only, only, in the, ori- in the original RFC, it went a bit far with, um, wording and, um, a mediation team that would have superpowers and things. And, um, people hated that. Uh, they really, really hated that. And um, they rebelled against it really, extremely, very really hard. But when I say people, my view on it is that it doesn't actually affect anyone else. <laughs>
1: Because um, this is a this is a code of conduct not for the PHP community at large but for the PHP core and PHP internals. Yeah,
0: yeah. And and Reddit and Twitter reacted like it was affecting them personally in their job and and like at home and and it's not it's not that. It's about people who are internals programmers. I mean, how,
1: how many? Because uh, I mean, obviously not, not the exact number, but like an estimation. How many actual internals, active internals developers are there?
0: Well, it's hard to say. I mean, when there's um. When there's a really controversial r f c it might get eighty votes, so there's about that many at the mo at the outside edge that many voters, but not all of them are internal developers, but they still get a vote and it still it still counts anyway so that's about the that's about the most i've ever seen so it really doesn't affect um everybody it only affects us when when we're dealing with each other when we're when we're going out into the community and going to conferences with a PHP badge or, you know, at php dot net on our on our lanyard. It's about how we represent the project, which um I think is totally sensible. As as
1: like a business, you know, essentially, yeah. as, as like you would a job. As like
0: a professional yeah. as like a in in just treat you know, treat everything everything you do as you would a professional environment. I think that's really sensible. But everyone in in Nikon like, um, social media reacted like it was actually affecting them. And um I tried to write um I tried to write a thing, it was kind of tongue in cheek about, um, my kids writing, signing one of these codes of conduct. I mean, it is true they do, they do sign one. But what I, the response I got was people thought I was calling them stupid five year olds. Because I said, because I said, even my kids understand that this is a good thing. We never had to like explain to them. It's just, it's obvious, immediately obvious why that's a good thing. You don't even need to explain it to a child, but, but groups of irrational adults apparently needed explaining to them. And I got, I got, yeah, I got... Um,
1: I mean, what do you think, like, the fundamental... Because, I mean, you mentioned there that, you know, it was some of the kind of the proposed things, you know, about around the COC that would cause people like the mediating team and things like that. Were, were those the areas that people really didn't like, or was it really the whole idea at all of having this idea?
0: Well, it wasn't... That's not even the worst consequence. The worst consequence is that as a consequence of and he putting up that RFC, he got verbally attacked and um, abused, and he's now walked away from internals. He doesn't want anything to do with it anymore. And he'd
1: only just come back from the last and He'd only time. just yeah. come back, yeah.
0: But, I mean, this time he's serious. I mean, we're barely... I, I, last time, I saw him nearly every day, but now I don't. I see him a couple of times a week. I mean, I, I talk to him online a couple of times a week. Yeah. He's got a new job, and he's busy in that, but... But I mean he'd he always out. keep
1: his head yeah, he would always keep his head in the door kind of what, what's going on, but now Yeah.
0: Now he is out. He's said as much, he's out. Um and, uh, the, and
1: is it because of the reaction from the community then, kind of at yeah. this?
0: Yeah. He was trying to do a good thing and people react and people calling him all kinds of names and accusing it of all kinds of things.
1: I think that uh, you mentioned in the blog post really something really interesting. You said you know you said that it's an RSE, so it wasn't the be all and end all. It was a starting place. That yeah, and it was
0: actually a draft as well. So it wasn't even it wasn't even um, like that's the, the stages we have uh, a draft and then under discussion. And then it stays under discussion for at least two weeks. And then we go into voting if there's a consensus about it.
1: So, th- And and then th- this was kind of like completely poo-pooed at the offset, even in draft, that people were like, no, we're yeah. not even going to have a discussion. Because, I mean, even if you think maybe some of this was extreme, like the concept of a COC, you know, should still be discussed and it should still be brought up. And, you know, as opposed to, as you say, like, maybe not this exact. Im- it's, not, it's almost like an implementation. I've got an idea. Here's an implementation. Oh, I like the idea. Let's think about the idea a bit but maybe the implementation you've done isn't quite where we want it to be, or you haven't thought about this, but it allows you to start as a baseline for working yeah. on
0: this. So that's, that's what it should have been. It should have been a discussion, but it wasn't. It, it, was, a, it was a lynch mob. and um, It's a really um, sad
1: thing, isn't it, that it kind yeah. of has ended up like this?
0: But Derek has taken over the RFC, and I mean, you can't scare away Derek. Um, it will go, it will...
1: And for the audience, who is Derek?
0: uh he's the author of Xdebug he's super smart and he's been involved with PHP forever he's set his mind to it so it's going to happen
1: so what 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 do you feel... what what's kind of his view on it cuz obviously is it is it different to what anthony had or well, is it very much a kind of boilerplate of what he started and then i'm just going to carry it on
0: no he 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 very much agrees with the ideas behind it but he's just trying to find the right word in that people will agree to and give give the right um Ethos, I suppose, for for PHP, give the right impression for for us as a project in in order to uh, um attract more contributors of any of any kind, uh, you know, internals or whatever, documentation, web or whatever. Uh, because those of us that are involved, we're all quite thick-skinned. Well, you've been uh, around,
1: you've been around for a while, so you you've yeah. had to deal with this stuff, you know. Well, and we you...
0: we forget what a deterrent it is for someone on the outside who sees this going on, we forget what a deterrent that is. A lot of us didn't watch internals. It wasn't, you, well, no one cared. Do you know what I mean? But now the whole community is watching because it, it affects them and so quickly. And, and um, so everyone's sort of watching. When, you know, when I started getting involved, I didn't know about the internals mailing list. I didn't know about any of that. So I sort of jumped in at the deep end, but that was just by chance. Um, most people now they are actually watching, and and it's totally off-putting to see people calling each other names on a mailing list, and uh, you know, spending many hours writing essays to each other that are basically just aimed at insulting.
1: And and, and is this part of the reason for having the CSC in the first place as well? Was the fact that there, this has occurred, and we want to kind of have a have a like a guidelines essentially we can point to and say, look, this is wrong for, because of this reason, etc. Yeah,
0: I mean, there, there are. People were disputing that that, um, the more extreme things that it tries to tackle, like outright sexism and racism and things like that, people were saying, oh, well, that's never happened. Well, no, okay, but you don't not have a rule against burglary, you don't have a abolish the law against burglary because your house has been burgled. So that's not, it's not logical to say we don't need it because it's never happened. Obviously... A lot of the minor everyday stuff, that happens all the time. I mean, the, the conversation always gets too heated and people are always, it always, it, it, not always, but I mean, often it, it devolves into a kind of slanging match and, um you know, people accusing each other of not really listening and not really understanding and kind of passive-aggressive comments yeah. like that. And that's pointless. Unconstructive, um, but, completely. Yeah. And we can all see that it's pointless, and that it's devoid of,
1: of the point of what maybe is actually the subject as well. We're definitely devoid yeah. of the project, you know, the subject matter.
0: And like yeah. nobody gets on like that at work. I mean, you, nobody, nobody communicates with their work no. colleagues like that. Or it will be brought up,
1: and it will be brought up, and you would get to say, exactly. You wouldn't work well in the team. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's the interesting. So it's essentially trying because you know, I mean, I, I've kind of had a look into the COC stuff. I, I I've tried to stay away from it all because it is quite overwhelming. Um, you know, and like, essentially for me, then it means that what you're trying to do, or what, what the CSE is trying to do is it's trying to put a group of guidelines in, similar to how you would be in a job that allows you to, you know, essentially, if there's problems, say, we well, you, you, you know, we've, we've said we, well, you can't do this, but you have violated that. And when you're, you know, put a PHP badge on essentially and being the PHP community and being a PHP internals, you should act in this certain way.
0: Yeah, basically. It's just, it's just as simple as that. But because um... the,
1: well, well, the way that I've kind of perceived it is, it is this overarching thing that's going to end the PHP community as a whole. And it's going to, I mean, it's quite amazing. It has become that, you know, from a bystander that this is how we feel. Like if you look at the Twitter verse, you are like, wow. Okay. Well, this is going to end the world, but it's really not then it's, and it was just a draft that was started. It may have had views that a lot of people didn't agree or, you know, certain people didn't agree that they could have worked on, but it was just a prototype implementation essentially.
0: But yeah, but everyone just stood on the sidelines and shouted uh, into the middle Um, without really listening to anyone else and.
1: And what, what are your views on it then? Like, what, what do you feel? I mean, obviously now that Derek's taken it over, like, uh, are you keeping an eye on that and like how he's doing and like what's going on there? I mean, what's changed? And and I suppose it's the wording, as you say, things have kind of uh, hard to get people.
0: um, basically the wording and, uh, well, the, the, co- the actual document for the code of conduct that was in the initial draft was just copied from somewhere.
1: Yeah. It was the Ruby, wasn't it? The Ruby. There was some controversy around that as well. That it was It's called the, the
0: Contributor Covenant yeah. one. Um, it's used by quite a few projects, but, um, there is controversy around that, but I don't really understand it. So I'm not going to talk about it. But basically that was copied like verbatim and just put in the RFC. Again, to-
1: as like this is a draft, let's work on it yeah. from what we works for us.
0: But it's quite objectionable in a few places, so um, I think it's just been we're not home growing our own, but we're sort of using bits of bits of that and bits of what we sort of make up and uh, coming up with our own sort of homegrown-ish one.
1: And and from a bite like from the outside looking in, this has no effect on any PHP person who isn't in internals. In that, I mean, people may feel well, it does because it's going to be the people you know it's going to be shaping the structure of the project as it goes along, but for like our day job, it's not going to be affecting us. It makes people sound like it does. It's going to be affecting us and how we actually are able to program and things like that.
0: Yeah, no, it's not really going to affect you. And, and it, as far as it does, as far as, as far as it does may affect you, those effects are positive. Um, I don't, I can't see any, any way that a more organized, uh, more cohesive, more productive internals is bad. For anyone, it's illogical to say that it's illogical to assume that everyone is going to try and use this as a tr- as a kind of weapon to fight their own agenda. I mean, no one's doing that now, um, and if they wanted to, they could make their own weapons without this.
1: Yeah, because we no haven't got you haven't got any weapons. Yeah, have no. you? You know, in essence, you can make your own. You haven't got any guidelines that are set in stone. You can just so if you work.
0: wanted to kick up a fuss about the way people behave. And if you wanted to try and get other people into trouble, you were that kind of per- There would be people already doing that if that was going to happen, wouldn't there? Yeah. Um, just because there's no bit of paper or no, you know, no page you can go to and point at. It wouldn't stop someone who's a, a bad actor. It wouldn't stop someone who okay. just wants to cause trouble, which is that's what you keep, That's what the only thing I can see when I, re- when I read these totally over the top responses to it are assumptions that everyone is going to be acting badly all the time. And that's not, not the case. This doesn't happen now. So there's no reason to assume it would be any different.
1: So did you feel at the moment with Derek taking over, like there is a clear roadmap or do you think it's still very much up in the air?
0: He's doing it. No, he, he's getting on with it, um, doing it in a, in a repository on GitHub and he keeps emailing internals and everyone's back and forth. And it's much more civilized now. Uh, I mean, it's going to happen. Doesn't matter what people say on Reddit. Derek will just ignore them, like he has done for the past ten or fifteen years, or whatever.
1: But then we've but you've lost, but unfortunately lost Anthony out of this again. Because yeah. you know,
0: I don't think I definitely don't think he'll be coming back. He's just totally not interested in it. um which is so sad. It, 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 you know, uh, he's one of the best speakers we've got. He's one of the best managers in a way um, of of people, and and, and it's a huge it's a huge loss. Uh, there's not there's only probably a few people brave enough to. Start that kind of discussion.
1: I think that's that's it as well because it you know it does take some uh, you know a certain type of people person you know to be able to start that discussion. But as you say, like because of the retaliation and kind of how it's been, it, it's ended quite. You know, I mean, it's ended terribly, really. Like you know, in that you know, well not. Just,
0: I mean, the people that thought that kicking up a fuss was going to going to change anything were, were wrong. I mean, it has ended dreadfully. But why do
1: they want not want it there? What is their reason for? Being, as you say, is it just because of the fact they feel because it's going they, to be used? Because,
0: because people didn't want to feel like that um, they could be penalised for rules. Like if I'm having a conversation with someone, or someone from else from PHP, is having a conversation with someone on Reddit, that they can't that they can't act the way they want to because they're because they're bound by rules that apply to me and not them. Or or some, I, I can't I can't really. I can't think of a rational reason, mm. right, so I'm only guessing. But I, I think it's it's that people like to be asses and and they cherish that and, and they
1: fight they fight for their freedom to be an arse. yeah.
0: And I, I kind of understand that, but and that's fine. But but we're not talking about um on Reddit and on, no. on Twitter and um, in conversation at work and at, and at home and um at a local conference. We're talking about when we go out into the community and we've got not a literal but a a PHP jumper on. Do you know what yeah, I mean? We're, we've got the logo on those and we, we've got it on our lanyard at php.net. It, it's about projecting a, a certain image and that's perfectly sensible um, because of, uh, not for any of the reasons to do with feelings or anything like that. I mean, I don't have them, but, but um, it is about trying to attract New um, people to come in. I mean, this people. is
1: that's it. You know, because I say, like, if you look at it as a kind of a job, I mean, you you really want new, p- interesting people to come along, like the you know, like Rudy, like people who are happy to want to work. You know, on this project and feel enthusiastic, and they feel they're going to be, you know, kind of the, their work they do will be benef- you know, beneficial for the product or project. And it's that you know, you need these people. You need to recruit these
0: people in. Yeah, and, you know, when we're doing that, fresh it. it's by, theme with them as yeah, well. There has to be like a fresh, a fresh um, stream of them all the time because people get busy with real life and work. And, well, that's and, it.
1: You know, you you can't. You know, and, and it isn't a full time job for most people. You know, no. this is a. You know, this is in their own time, and and you know yeah. other other things do t- dictate how much time they can spend on it. So you know, thinking of it as that is like it is almost like trying to promote a good workplace essentially. You know, in this project, uh, you know, yeah. It's crazy. It is insane how 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 it's kind of changed. But I'm glad that you know, obviously, Derek's taken over, and that it does look positive that that these things are going to be happening. Oh yeah, they'll
0: happen. Um, I'll be disappointed if if all the work gets done on the on the content and there's a consensus that the the content oh, yeah. is acceptable, and then and then the vote goes ahead and and it gets refused. I'll be disappointed then because what does that say about what does that say about us if we can't agree? To be nice to each other. I mean, it's so basic.
1: It does kind of come down to that in some regard, doesn't it? And it has
0: profound effects, but it's actually so simple. Um, just be nice and, and it, it is that simple, but it has all the profound effects of wanting to bring more people, uh, being able to bring more people in and stop being a, stop the deterrent of the heat, the pointlessly heated conversations. I mean, I mean, really pointlessly, um, arguing about previous versions of PHP and just pointless stuff i mean that's not how you will conduct yourself at work or in or in another academic um setting uh, and so you shouldn't you shouldn't just because you're on the internet and it's php it seems seems totally reasonable
1: well i mean like, and also what does I don't know, rasmus think of this do you know like his opinions well, on these he's
0: like, really said anything but i mean he hasn't really said anything um that i know that that you know remarkable um he doesn't really he's one voter yeah, um, he
1: he is exactly. He is as much of a weight as anyone else.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, and he's good with that, and that's great. But I mean, if, even if he vehemently disagreed, it there wouldn't really be much point in kicking up a fuss because he's one one voice. He'll just vote whatever way he like, like everyone else. But I mean, I can't really see any. I, I can't see logical objections to it. So ho- hopefully, there won't be any more silly um silly setbacks.
1: <laughs> absolutely and and like then following on from like the rsc chat like what other like is there any other rscs that tickling your fancy currently in like kind of things you've been voting on or you know kind of new ones that have come up
0: um there's a there's a thing um for normalizing um negative negative string offset access which you would assume it's one of them things that i kind of assume would work would work i've never used it but i thought that's how it works so so it's one of those like
1: it it seems yeah it seems to should already be in there
0: yeah um so there's that going on it's kind of a no-brainer there's no resistance to it i don't even think i voted because there's absolutely no resistance to it at all because it's like a no-brainer so uh um that's the only one that's actually in voting at the moment um there's quite a few in draft i don't want to talk about anyone's stuff that's not
1: that's it exactly because it is just draft i mean in just in discussion, there's, um, under discussion, there's quite a few that are quite interesting. Like the trailing commas in list syntax. Um What's your kind of view on that? Do you, do you agree? Do you feel it's fine to be in?
0: No, I don't really like that.
1: See, the only thing I can think of with that is that it does make... I mean, in arrays, the one thing I do like about, you know, git diffs and stuff with that is that you can put it at the end of the array and it doesn't do a diff change on that line. Um, it does make the diffs look nicer. Now, whether it looks... Whether it's... You know, kind of. I mean, what? Why? Why is it that you can actually do that in arrays currently? Do you know? Like, is there like a fundamental reason for? Or is it just the fact that it was like a unexpected that it was meant to be doing that?
0: No, it was actually added on purpose so that diffs were sensible. Um, I just, I'm not buying that. Uh, I am not buying that you should have so many things in a in a list that you should need that um, diff consistency, really. I don't really agree that you should have that many hmm. um, parameters to a function either. Yeah. Um, but, but I mean some, a lot of it, a lot of codes generated and and because uh, yeah, you know, I mean
1: the, the only time you're going to actually be using this is if you've got too many parameters that you're going to require that it be on separate lines, that then obviously then having this trailing t- comma will then warrant, you know, a git diff it looks different.
0: Yeah, but I think that's a really poxy reason to yeah. change the way something Oh, another RFC that went through recently was um, the list keys one. Yes. That was quite a nice one where um, the example is really horrible, but it is a fact that most arrays are not indexed arrays. So list isn't all that useful anymore. So being able to support keys just simply makes it useful again uh, for the way that we actually use arrays today. Um but the example was like a really contrived constructor one and it was like, well you shouldn't use it like that and then it, and then people started with the with the bike shedding them out. We shouldn't we shouldn't have stuff that um promotes bad programming. I mean this is such a stupid thing to say.
1: I know because it's not it's not the bad like that it's not the feature that's called it. The, the, yeah. the example was contrived and it was just an example to show off that this could do it. Not yeah. saying that this is the best way of doing it, but it's an, an example of showing how it could be used.
0: You can it's You can take any language and any feature in any language and abuse it. That's
1: it, exactly. There's no
0: exception to that. That's it. can't say we shouldn't have that because it might be abused, because that's a non-argument. Because everything can be abused.
1: It is amazing how, I mean, it's funny, like, obviously looking into these RSEs and stuff, like, how important and, you know, the weight of the documentation, the way you propose it, the examples that you use, because as I say, all these are going to be, in in essence, attacked, which is sad for it, you know, about.
0: That's what happens every time. But if you don't put examples in there, people go, well, what's the use case? Exactly, yeah. Well, where where am I going to use this? Even if you explain the use case in words, like I just did, it's perfectly, perfectly reasonable, but people won't accept that. They want to see code <laughs> and they preferably want to see code from Composer or, or one of these projects that they actually use and they want to see you improving something that they actually use. And then, and then they think it's good. But if they can think, if they can think of a way to write your example code another way or they think it's bad practice, you get shot down for that. But they're not really arguments against a feature. Um, but people, people, um, lose sight of what I suppose the actual problem is that none of us are really qualified uh, to design a language. We're doing it as sort of a group and we just sort of bumble along and sort of hope that none of our mistakes are so too too terribly costly, but none of us are, are, are really qualified and, and that doesn't really um, help. It, it, it drives every conversation in the same direction with, oh, we want to see use cases and we want to see real world improvements, but that's not what, that's not what drives um, the development of other really good languages. They don't. They don't need that. They they need. They need a technical reason for something to exist. And and a, and a theories enough there. And that's, I think, a better way to move forward, a faster way to move forward. And it's a better way to keep on top of what's current. Um, I mean,
1: have you ever thought about... I mean, I know that uh, Anthony kind of... I think he discussed it, like, different communities. Like, have you ever thought about moving to another programming language community? I, I mean, obviously, in your day job, it's PHP, but moving away from this community into another one. And have you looked at other communities?
0: No, I, I haven't, because I can only do one thing well. Do you know what I mean? Um, I could get my fingers into many more pies. And in the... I. I have them into various projects that are around the web stack, but, um, not another lang, not another language because it's the one I use and there's not much point in like writing brand new stuff for like Rust or whatever when I'm not using that every yeah. day. Um, I mean, I look, I look at all those, um, languages whenever something new comes along, I'll have a couple of weekend projects and get used to it, but I don't actually deploy them at the moment. So there's no point in spending time on it. And it's been like that for sort of. Well, I mean, for the majority of the last sort of ten years, I, I did I did have a Java project for a, l- a long time, but I um, <laughs> I didn't really I don't enjoy it. So yeah, it's just PHP because it's the most productive thing to actually work on. But yeah, I mean, some some people that are um, involved in internals do dabble in um, the internals of other languages.
1: Because I mean, I mean, there is an argument to say, like, with you know, obviously this is our our, our daily language, and we you, you get influences from other languages, and you're like, oh, I want to bring it back to this language. But there must, there has to be kind of a divide, a boundary. I know, it, you know, it's not exactly fixed, set in sand what it is, but it is, okay, look, we we don't want to become that language or we don't want that feature. Like, you should just use another language. You know, like, there should be that polyglot approach of like, okay, you use the language that's best for the job. Don't just try and include everything in one language.
0: Do you agree with that? Um, I don't think you should bar anything from happening just on the basis that it exists in another language, I think you've got you've got to be ready to accept whatever people are pushing forward with today. When PHP became popular, it was popular because it was very good at what people were doing at that time. So to stay ahead of the curve, you've got to be ready to accept things that seem foreign and seem... Like, they don't fit with PHP like a strict type system and um, things like that. You've got to be ready to accept that, even though it seems foreign.
1: Yeah, that's really interesting. Because, as you say, yeah, to keep it relevant and to keep... I mean, that is to say what fundamentally PHP came from was to do yeah. things and it was working well for the problems that were there. Now yeah. these are the problems we have.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. And and people... um you know a mass have turned to other technologies, which is great i mean i i don't only write in php i write in c and c++ and java and c sharp sometimes but but i like to deploy stuff in php because it's what i know best um but 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 people have um gone gone to different um languages and in a way that's a shame and it's because we didn't stay ahead of the curve Um, because there, there was this idea that, oh, we don't want to turn into Java or, or we don't want to turn into whatever. That's an, uh, that's not a concern for me. Um, I hope we take all the best bits of all of those languages and implement them as quickly as possible. I mean, that would be my ideal, that would be my ideal world. It's just there's not enough people to do that.
1: Uh, Joe, thank you so much again, man, for coming on the show. It's always great. A pleasure to have you on and like to discuss all these things. And okay, then audience, I will speak to you next week. Goodbye. Bye. You've been listening to three devs and a maybe you can contact us at contact at three devs and a maybe dot com or follow us on Twitter at the number three
0: devs and a maybe.